Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your retirement. Hello, welcome to the show. My name is Dave Hall. I am your host. Here we are talking about retirement, talking about that happiest self-imposed period of unemployment most of you'll have in your lifetime. It may last 10 years. It could last 20. Heck, it might even go 30 or 40. It is what we call retirement. So excited to have the opportunity to be back with each of you. If you've not yet gone to my website, retirementriskadvisors.com, that's where you're going to get access to all the tools, the resources, everything that we have to better help you navigate the risks that you're going to face during those retirement years and to prepare yourself to get to a safe and secure retirement. Today, we're going to be talking about Social Security. It's one of my favorite topics. It's one of the big risks that we talk about that people go through in trying to get to a safe and secure retirement. And to help me with this, I brought in our Social Security expert, my daughter, as well as one of our junior advisors. Alicia, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave. Glad to be here. So as you know, Alicia, this is always tough as a dad, how you introduce your children when they become part of your business. We had done a show before, weren't quite sure how we were going to handle this. You know, do we let everybody know up front? Because obviously uh, she does have a different last name. It's Alicia Wright and not to Hall as I now have or currently have, but decided it was best to just go all in. You and your sister Erica are a big part of what we do. Your brother Todd and Cody also do a lot of back-end sales and promotional stuff. So just glad to have you with us today. Yeah, of course. We're definitely trying to make this a full family business if we can. (laughs) But it doesn't mean that we don't have other great people. We have some excellent people that help us. There's no way our family could do it all alone. We've got other people that help get us where we need to be, and we're so grateful for them as well. Yeah. Alicia, today is Social Security Day. Today is a day that we want to cover that topic that impacts so many retirees. 96% of America is going to be getting Social Security. Can you talk a little bit about some of the risks that are associated with Social Security itself? Yeah, there are actually two main things when it comes to Social Security risk for your retirement. The first one is when you claim your benefits. A lot of people don't realize this, but when you claim can actually have a big impact on what you receive over your lifetime from the social security program. And if you claim at the wrong time, you could end up leaving a bunch of money on the table, hundreds, thousands of dollars, even more. And so you want to make sure that you're addressing that risk. But then there's also the second risk of the taxation of your social security benefits. Depending on how much you make for your provisional income, you could be taxed on up to 85% of your benefits. And if you aren't ready for that, if you haven't planned for that and that is your situation, you could end up running out of money a lot sooner than you were expecting because you don't have as much money coming from Social Security as you originally thought you were going to. Alicia, let's take some time to break these down a little bit. I know I've done it in previous webinars, but I believe it's important that we continue to address this topic because it is something that impacts so many people. Let's talk initially about the claiming. You've got a situation out there where you've got a program 96% of Americans are entitled to. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of great education that's being provided to the masses, meaning that hey, we get something in the mail that tells us this is what you should do with your Social Security from the government helping us better claim those benefits. So let's talk about the claiming ages. Maybe if you can talk a little bit about that. And then I want to talk about maybe why we would use a different age based upon situations we find ourselves in. So you can claim anywhere between age 60 
62 and age 70 for personal benefits, 62 and 67 for spousal benefits, and then 60 to 67 for survivor benefits. And as you can tell, those are some big ranges of ages. You have a lot of different times that you could claim during that time. You could claim each month if you want (laughs) at a different time. And so with those, there's also a change in how much you receive from Social Security. For full retirement age, that is when the Social Security program says based on how much you worked and our calculation of your benefits, you can receive 100% of your benefits at this time. If you claim before your full retirement age, you're going to get a reduction. And depending on how soon you claim them depends on how much of a reduction. And then also on the flip side for personal benefits, there is delayed credits if you claim after full retirement age up to age 70. And so that can also impact a lot on what you receive and depending on what your personal situation is, whether you're married, whether you have other benefits you qualify for besides your own, there are a lot of different things that go into deciding when to claim. And when we're looking at your retirement, we want to make sure that we're maximizing this for you because this can have a big impact on what you need for the rest of your retirement. We want to make sure that you have it figured out so that you're getting what you deserve and getting the money that you're relying on to meet all of your retirement goals, as well as all your regular spending needs that you'll have. Very interesting as we look at this across the country, the number of mistakes that are made here. And one of the ones that I keep seeing show up in webinars, I don't know if someone's trying to trick me or just wants to drive me crazy, but people keep showing that they should wait until age 72 or or 74 to claim their social security benefits. Ali, talk a little bit about why 70 for a normal person receiving their own work record benefits would be the maximum age most people would want to go to or wait to to get those benefits. Yeah, it's like I mentioned previously, you get delayed retirement credits, but only until age 70. Those delayed credits don't continue after that. So if you're waiting until 71, 72, even longer, you're missing out on money because you're not going to get anything extra. You've already reached the point where you're going to get everything that you can out of Social Security. So waiting, you're just, you're missing out. You're leaving it on the table when you could really have already claimed that and have that helping you for your retirement finances. You'd mentioned age 67 for spousal, but well, not necessarily 67. That's a wrong statement because people are not necessarily getting their full retirement age yet at 67. We're approaching that. Majority of listeners, if you've not claimed your social security yet, will be age 67 for your full retirement age. So if we use our full retirement age and we're going to use 67 for this conversation, why would a spouse or a surviving spouse not want to wait beyond that period of time to claim benefits off of someone else's work right? It's the same thing that at that time, you no longer get any extra money. There's no delayed retirement credits for those benefits. And so age 67 or full retirement age, that is when you hit your max. You can't earn anything more besides just COLA adjustments. And that's not really worth waiting for because you're going to get that either way. Yeah, you're not going to be able to go back. That's the other thing. Social Security can go back six months, maximum uh, time that they can go back. So if you're 72 or 74 or 69 and getting spousal benefits, 
they're not going to be able to go back that period of time. So it's something you people need to pay attention to. Another one that we don't talk about much, and I don't want to necessarily get into a deep conversation on, but that is that if you are someone that is disabled, you could get benefits as early age 50 from a survivor standpoint. So there are some extra laws out there to help those that fall into that situation. Most of our listeners don't fall into that situation. So if people have specific questions on disabled individuals, that's something usually we would address uh, through a meeting through our office and talking to them. Let's talk now about the income side. So we've talked about how if I claim it 62 for the average person or I claim it 70, my income, if I wait, is going to be substantially higher than if I claim it in my early years. But why don't we just plan on having Social Security cover all of our costs in retirement? Because there's only so much you can get from Social Security. Social Security is guaranteed and it's a great thing to plan on as the foundation of your retirement. In fact, it's supposed to be able to cover 40% of your income needs, but there is a cap because it's based off of how much you've earned up to the wage limit for the year. And they use that. There is a cap on how much you can receive. Like I said, there's COLA adjustments, but that's only enough to keep up with inflation and it's nothing more. And so you want other assets, you want other sources of income to be able to help you because those don't have caps. And you usually have a lot more spending needs than what your social security is going to cover, especially if you have a lot of goals to travel, to see grandkids, to give a legacy after you pass away. You want those extra assets that can grow without any limit to be able to supplement that guaranteed income that is your basis. And you do need to understand, listeners, that when we look at the VIN points, that the maximum VIN point is at 90%. So if you looked at the initial VIN point and where you get the allocation for the Social Security benefits that you have, they take your earnings that you've made throughout your lifetime, the top 35 years, and they come with the primary insurance amount and using VIN points to come to that. But again, that's only a small portion of your income, and it's the earliest portion, meaning if you're making it $2, it's going to apply to the first amount. And I, I can't remember right now where that cuts off, at least you may remember. But it's you know, just over around $1,000 of income there or coming to your PMI to figure out what benefits you're going to get. So you've got to be very careful that you're not out there trying to expect to live off Social Security. We have people that are doing that, but their lifestyles are not what they ever expected them to be in retirement. And it becomes a, a much less existence than what you would typically have. Alicia, you've got a class coming up. It's a class that we are now teaching on a regular basis. You want to talk a little bit about the, the upcoming Social Security class? Yeah, so I've put together a Social Security class to help teach more about Social Security, but also the solution that we offer as a company called a Social Security Analysis. And we go through what a Social Security Analysis is. We go through some of the things that, some of the questions that a lot of our clients and listeners end up having when they watch and learn about this topic of how does it apply to them? What about the concerns that are happening nationally of all these things that I've heard that social security isn't going to be there? We do talk about the second risk of taxation of your benefits and how that could impact you. And we really discuss what your solutions could be for your social security risk, for making sure that you are eliminating that from your retirement. And it's a great class. We've gotten a lot of good feedback from it so far. 
And it really is just structured around our listeners, our watchers who are there to learn about this risk that is such an important part of their retirement that is really their foundation and just helping them to see that we are able to help them. There's other resources out there that can help them, but um, a social security analysis is actually one of the best resources because it takes into consideration so much information that is important in determining when to claim your benefits so you can maximize those for your retirement. Alicia, I don't want to spoil your class, but I would like to talk a little bit about why someone wouldn't just go to Social Security Administration. They've got a calculator there that you can use to calculate your benefits. What would be the difference between an analysis done by an expert who understands and knows Social Security versus someone trying to use the platform that the government offers to figure out those future benefits. One of the biggest things is the fact that it actually doesn't tell you when to claim. You can run a bunch of different numbers in that online calculator to determine your benefits at different ages, but you don't know when to actually claim that's going to help you the most. And so I say it in my class, it's really just a starting point to gain some more information for yourself. But if you're really wanting to maximize your benefits and determine your claiming strategy, you want to go to an expert who can add some more information that those calculators aren't able to take into consideration and can discuss your options with you. Because when you're doing it on your own, and especially if you don't have all of the information that you need to have the right information inputted and know the right course of action for determining that claiming strategy, you could be stuck. It's really great to have someone that you can bounce ideas off of and ask questions to. And in this class, I do go into a little bit more depth. So if anyone's interested in more of those differences and why we recommend a social security analysis over those online calculators and doing it yourself, I definitely recommend joining us. We actually have a class coming up on Friday. It's going to be at 1 p.m. Central, and you can go to our website to get signed up there. It's RRA socialsecurity.com. And it's honestly a great time to be able to learn more about social security. And it also gives you information on how to get in contact with myself and other members of our office who can further answer your questions and further help you with your social security situation. For those of you that do not catch this time period, understand we'll have future dates. So depending on when you're listening to this, the class may have even passed. We understand that happens with the podcast based on timing, but it is something that we will continue to teach. So if you go to the web address that Alicia provided there, it's going to give you access to our upcoming class, whether it be this one this week, whether it be one in the future or whatever the case may be. And I think you hit on a key item, Alicia, and that is when we look at many of the online products, when we look at Social Security itself and what they offer, they seem to give answers but they don't really give you the question and what the answer is to. If you know what amounts you're going to get at a given period of time, that doesn't answer your question that you really have of saying, well, what happens if I live to 92? What, what's the impact going to be? Well, what happens if I pass away early? What happens if I marry? Yeah, it gives you the answers to the amounts that are going to be available, but it's really not solving the true questions that you have. And the goal is, is to understand it well enough that you can make educated choices. We talk about that all the time with our planning now. Life is about choices. Retirement is about choices. The only way we make good choices is educating ourselves to a level that we can best understand the option and use advisors and experts. And we talk about it all the time now too. You need to become the boss of your retirement. You need to be the one in charge asking the question, trying to figure it out, but you have advisors there to help you along the way. And that's part of the process that you'd go through through this class by being able to work with 
Alicia and our experts in Social Security to really ask the questions, get the answers, and then really get yourself to a better position. Alicia, we've got some extra time here, so we do have some questions again this time. Last time we went through a number of questions. We do have some questions that have been submitted to us either through our website, through webinars that we've taught that we've not gotten to. First one that I have here is from Janice, and it says, why shouldn't I just claim my benefits at 62 when they first become available? And we've talked a lot about that today, but if there's anything else you'd like to share, please feel free to share your insights. I would just add that, and we've mentioned this before, and sometimes I know it can maybe be frustrating, but it depends on your personal situation. There are some people who, depending on what their situation looks like, 62 might be the right time for them to claim. Other people, though, they may not want to because, like I said, you have that reduction that is permanent. If you claim at 62, you're going to forever have that reduction from your full retirement benefit that you can't get rid of. You can't say, hey, wait, I want more. It's going to be there. Another thing that goes into this as well is your working situation. I want to talk about that a little bit where if you are working, depending on how much you are earning, you got to be aware of what's called the earnings test. And that is if you are making a certain amount to their threshold, then they will reduce your benefits. And depending on how much it is, they could even reduce it down to zero. And so if you're not aware of that and you decide to claim at 62, well, not only do you have that reduction that's permanent, you could be having zero benefits for the first several years until either you reach your full retirement age or you stop working that you're sitting there going, why did I claim? Because I'm actually not earning anything. And so that's why we want to look at your personal situation because for some people, 62 is the right age, but not for everyone. And so we want to meet with you and discuss this and you know answer any further questions you have and see if this would be a good fit for you or not. For those of you who are new to the show and haven't been on a show where we've ever talked about this before in one of my webinars, understand too, when we talk about this earning test and you losing that social security, it's not lost. If you are at 62 and you're still working and so you don't get those benefits, they get added back into your account. So please know it's not like the money's going to disappear or that, hey, the, the, somehow the system's taking advantage of me. It's just saying you don't qualify. Therefore, we're not going to pay you. When you qualify, we'll add those benefits into the other benefits you're entitled to, and we will give you more money because of that. Alicia, next question here is from Gregory. Does my wife qualify for Social Security if she stayed home and raised the kids most of her working years? That depends on how many working years and credits she has, because there are some people who this is their situation, but they've still worked some and they've happened to work enough to earn those 40 credits and still qualify. But there's others that maybe they've worked a little bit or haven't worked at all and don't have any credits. And so they wouldn't qualify for their personal benefits. It is still possible that someone in this situation could have benefits as a spouse, depending on their spouse's work situation and the benefits that they have. But for this, I would say to really answer Gregory's question personally, I would need to have a little bit more information on your situation. What about ex-spouses? Any chance of getting benefits off of their work record if you've not got your own work record? There is a possibility for that. You need to have been married for 10 years to that spouse. It doesn't need to be consecutive, but it does need to be 10 years. And then you cannot remarry before age 60. And then in that situation, you could 
claim off of your ex-spouse's record, you would need to have the information for that. And it would be 50% of their PIA. And so it's the same as a spouse's amount, but just know for those who this is your situation, either you're the ex-spouse who's claiming or you're the ex-spouse who someone could claim on your record. It doesn't affect any other benefits that come off of your record. So they could claim and you would never know because there's no reduction to your current spouse's benefits, any family members' benefits, your own personal benefits. It's a separate thing that doesn't go into any calculations for your immediate family. Listeners, I hope you caught that, that you can get benefits off of those you love and those you no longer love. So many opportunities out there. If you're in the right situation, doesn't mean everybody's going to get those benefits, but there definitely are options as we look at Social Security. One last question, Alicia. Last one is from Sarah. How does it work if you claim off an ex-spouse? This benefit. So it's falling in line with some of what we talked about here, maybe you can take it a little bit deeper. Yeah. So it would work similar to claiming any other benefits. You would go to the Social Security Administration and file for those benefits. You will need to provide the documentation of being married for 10 years so that they can verify that. And then you will need to know some information about your ex-spouse. I don't remember what information you need to know entirely. It's not a lot, but it's just so that they can verify that your ex-spouse does qualify for benefits themselves and that from there you can qualify for an ex-spouse benefit. And then you can get those and start them. And like I said, it's 50% of their full retirement benefit and you could do it without your ex-spouse ever even knowing. That is something that may or may not be good depending on where you're at. (laughs) Um, I guess if nothing else, you know, there is the situation where an ex-spouse can claim off of your benefits, but they don't have to bug you about it. So you don't have to worry about them coming, knocking on your door, trying to get more money from you. They're just going to do it on their own. And it's from the social security, not from you. I've seen that a few times in my career where spouses, ex-spouses thought somehow they could control this for the other spouse. In fact, uh, we're very adamant that they wanted to control and ensure that the ex-spouse didn't get benefits. And the laws used to be structured where that could happen. 2015, the laws were changed. And now a couple of things you would need is social security number, if you've got that, uh, of the ex-spouse. And then also your divorce date or how long you've been separated, because it can impact your ability and timing of claiming as well. If you've uh, been separated for two years, the spouse doesn't have to have filed for their benefits yet, and you can still claim again. Going back to those laws where a spouse wanting to stick it still to their their spouse that's no longer a spouse, their ex-spouse saying, hey, I'm just not going to claim my benefits, and therefore my spouse can never get any benefits off my work record. They change that law saying, if you're divorced for two years now, they can claim regardless of whether you claim or not. So there's some quirks there you need to know about, but that's why we have the class. That's why we have Alicia here to make sure these questions get answered to help you go through the process. So Ali, as we wrap things up one more time, how can people get access to your upcoming class and future classes we'll hold on Social Security? You can go to rrasocialsecurity.com. And if for some reason you can't find that one, you can also go to retirementriskadvisors.com. There's a full schedule on there for not just the social security class, but other upcoming classes that we have that teach on a variety of retirement topics. And so if you're wanting more information on not just social security, but other questions you may have, that's also a good resource to go to. And you can always reach out to us there if you've got any questions, whether it be about Social Security, whether it be about risk-based planning, whether it be about uh, what you should feed the dog this week. 
Not going to guarantee that we're going to answer that one appropriately, but share us your questions. We want to be able to help you however we can help you get through those retirement years. My name's Dave Hall. Alicia, thank you so much for being with us today. Listeners, very excited to have you back again next week, where we'll break down another topic on how to get to a risk-free retirement. Hey, if you liked what you heard and you want more retirement risk education or you're interested in signing up for any of our many retirement-focused webinars, make sure you check out our website at retirementriskadvisors.com. We have a lot of great resources, tools, and information on retirement available to you right at your fingertips. And if you're on social media, you can find us at Retirement Risk Advisors on Instagram and Facebook. This brings us to the end of another episode of the Retirement Risk Show with our host and retirement risk expert, Dave Hall. We here at RRA don't just get you to retirement, we get you safely through retirement. Thanks again for listening, and we will be back with you again soon.